Welcome to PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Today, my guest is Arno Grunwald, the Chief Product Officer at BetterWorks. They're known for their goal-setting and performance management solutions, which are used by employers around the world. We're going to talk about bringing performance management into the technology's modern world, the role technology plays in today's solutions, and how to keep customers happy, all on this edition of PeopleTech. Hi, Arno. It's good to see you. You certainly um, pay attention to all that's going on with performance and performance enablement um, out there in the, in the world. And, you know, what, what are your thoughts about where it is and where it's going? Yeah, I think we are at an interesting turning point in the space of performance management. It has, of course, uh, a reputation of an old, um, painful process that is taking a lot of time from teams from, for not a lot of value. Um, and uh, te- technological advances and also you know, process uh, improvement advances have made that um, we are now in a space where forward-thinking organizations are transforming the performance process into what we call a performance enablement process that is more lightweight, less painful, that is uh, more continuous, so it is less biased, it is not your, you know, end of your performance review only, it is something that engages employees with their managers and with their peers um, on a more frequent basis that is based on feedback and uh, and that is based on uh, goal execution as well as employee development, right? I think in the past, um, some, some companies were very focused on strategy execution, goal management, and were forgetting a little bit about what's in it for the employee. Some organizations were completely focused on, on the employee and the development uh, on the HR side of things, but not enough on, uh, on the strategy execution and, and the completion of objectives. And now uh, we have uh, processes that have been uh, invented and, and tools that have been uh, developed to support these processes that marry these two sides of the world in a very nice way. It is very important for a company to achieve their objectives, but you can't do this without having fruitful conversations with your manager where employees receive coaching and feedback on a continuous basis, but also not only to achieve their short-term objectives, but to see themselves long-term in the company and to, to know that the company wants to invest in them and, um, and has a career baked in for them. And what's technology's role in all this? I mean, would performance enablement and, and other approaches that are speeding up and, and making performance management more dynamic, would they be possible without you know, the sort of technical tools that we've got available today? In theory, yes, but the, you know, maybe sad part of our lives is that we're spending time in front of a computer. So it is our uh, goal at BetterWorks to embed 
performance enablement activities everywhere you already are, right? Technology is necessary because you want to input data, you want to report on data, you want to make sure people are having goals, you want to make sure people are having these conversations, are receiving feedback, uh, you want to make sure that everybody has um, an equal opportunity uh, in, in the company. And so logging these data and being able to report on it is where technology helps. What has not worked for technology in the past is that performance management was a place where you had to go, right? You would be coerced by HR or your manager to complete a process, to check a box. Um, and that has participated to you know, the bad reputation that performance management has. We're entering in a new era where performance management is in the flow of work. There's a recent article by Josh Burson that talks about performance management in the flow of work, where performance management is not a place where you go. Performance management is a set of healthy daily habits that you should have and that are emerging in the tools that you already use. For instance, how crazy would it be to think that you can request feedback from someone as you're reading someone's email? How crazy would it be to imagine that you are in Slack and that you want to see your direct reports objectives and how they're tracking on it so that you can have a good one-on-one -on -one conversation with them? How crazy would it be that you are in Microsoft Teams and that you're seeing a team outperform and, and reach their objectives ahead of time and, you should, and, and that you, you would want to provide them with official recognition right, uh, in the tool itself. So that's where technology comes in today. It's, uh, the performance management as we know it is now uh, being infused in the tools that we use uh, in our daily lives, such as Gmail, Outlook, Microsoft Teams, Slack, and, and others. Um, and uh, and it, it makes for a much better user experience. It, much, it, meant, it makes for more timely data input for better reporting for HR and managers. And uh, we think it's, it's, uh, it's bringing a tremendous value to organizations. As a matter of fact, I was just talking to one of our customers this morning. Um, it's a very large uh, sort of new tech transportation company that is growing very rapidly. Um, and they have noticed uh, after launching BetterWorks, um, an employee net promoter score uh, increasing by six points six months ago and by 13 points as of their last reading in June. Um, so we're really seeing people being uh, much more satisfied in the workplace and uh, enthusiastic about their work because they're having these frequent check-ins with their managers in a way that uh, makes a lot of sense at, and that doesn't uh, institute major friction for them. In, in that example, um, they're even using our mobile application. So they're doing their conversation with their managers on their mobile phones. And you know they, they can do that anytime. They can do that during a break. They can do that in the bus, and it's done. But at least we provide the real estate for them to get the coaching and to know that uh, they are important to the organization, and 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 that uh, uh, they have opportunities to 
get feedback and, and con continuously improve. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We, we out. And that, that sort of touches on my, my next question, which is, you know, we, where did this all originate? I, I read a lot of things that say uh, performance management is a big part of the employee experience. It's a big part of employee engagement. So is it employees who are driving this or is it employers who are driving this? That's, uh, that's also part of the transformation that's, uh, that's happening uh, today. Uh, in the past, performance management was definitely driven top down. It was an HR process, a check the box exercise, a compliance exercise um, that was in companies constitution, so to say. Every employee needs to have a performance review because we need to know uh, we need to have some data to decide how much to raise their salary and, and when to promote them or when to manage them out. Uh, now the world has turned upside down and uh, employees, individual contributors have uh, taken much more of an active role in, uh, in how they want to contribute uh, to the culture, to the company results, to their own career. Uh, so now the process should be and is much more employee-centric, employee-driven. It is still a program that is led, that is guided by HR and, and management, uh, but the focus is on the employee. The focus is when you talk about goal management, it's no longer who's, who's accountable for this and who's going to be, you know, um, uh, scolded if, if they don't achieve their objectives. It is how can we make sure that employees understand how they fit in the bigger picture, what piece they are in the bigger puzzles so that they are motivated and engaged and have more chance to accomplish their objectives. Uh, it is not about, hey, let's just ensure that we have the proper training for employees because, you know, uh, Training is a nice perk, and uh, and we need to make sure they're trained to get uh, to, to accomplish their objectives. It is more from a career management perspective, right? How can we make sure that employees feel like we're investing in them and that they have a future in our company? That this is not just a stint, but it's a it is a career that we want for them. That we are talking to them about their next role in the company. That we are talking to them about skills and competencies that they can develop. Uh, and, you know, we also have a survey tool uh, at BetterWorks where we do engagement surveys. And when we do engagement surveys with our customers, what is consistently coming from these surveys is that um, employees value that way above their level of compensation, right? The fact that companies that they, they feel like they matter. They feel like the company has a path to greater success for them. That's always a number one driver of retention and engagement 
versus things that could be obvious but are not, that are not true, like compensation is the number one driver for retention. Um, and, you know, it sounds like this is going to be more labor intensive or require more time from managers because uh, they, they don't get away with just a one time, you know, once a year sit down with their employee. Um, so how are managers reacting to it? Uh, I mean, are, are they resistant? Are they, are they seeing benefits to it? So they're, they're very positive about it? Yeah, you're right. It's, it's the latter. Right, it's it all comes down to value. If uh, the the tools that um, that new age performance management or performance enablement provides make their lives easier and make their teams more successful. So, would you rather have a team that is struggling all year long, but you're you know you have only one time to provide performance reviews? It's a painful time, but let's do it and it's done. Or would you rather have a team that is engaged, enables? enabled, performing, um, and, and has the right behavior. So it all comes down to value and the value that managers get from the process is, is also incredibly higher than in the old world. I also want to mention that managers' life these days is not easy, especially in a remote setting. Uh, a lot of managers have been promoted managers in a remote setting. They have not had manager training. They don't have, it's really hard for them to have role models on Zoom and to learn from role models on Zoom. Uh, what, uh, what continuous performance management provides is a structured way to have conversations with your employees, right? We help managers by telling them which questions, which topics they should talk about with their employees. We help them with structure and guidance uh, to drive uh, best-in-class behaviors, as opposed to leaving them by themselves without any guidance all, all year long. So I think it's also part of the value that's sort of uh, raising the bar uh, for all managers, uh, and, and helping them clear that bar with, with guidance through technology. Is this getting to a point or is it at a point where it's pretty much mainstream or is it still a relatively small number of companies who are pursuing performance management this way? It's definitely started in you know, the startup world because it's easier to implement that way, right? Um, flexible and agile objectives and uh, quick check-ins with your, your manager, etc. But like, like all things, you have early adopters and then you're crossing the chasm. And as you're saying, I think it, we see it going mainstream, for instance, with you know, large 15,000, 20,000, 50,000, 150,000 employee organizations adopting these new methods of doing performance management in, in their uh, organizations. So yes, it is still the forward-thinking organizations that adopt these new ways of doing performance management, but we see that it, it's not just 
the startups and the fast growing you know smbs that are adopting it it's also the enterprise companies that are realizing that if they want to keep their employees they have no choice right they have it, it's a major part of employee engagement and employee uh, retention to make people understand how they fit in the bigger picture what role they play how they contribute to uh, company's success and and what's in it for them in terms of uh, personal growth and career growth um, and you can't do that with the old way of doing performance management so i believe one way or another everybody is coming on board in a very short order it, it still must be pretty challenging for for employers to implement this, I mean, they have to install the technology, like you know, better works and, and train and and all of that. Do they? What do you hear from employers when you're going through that process with them? Um, is it sort of grudging, or is it you know more open and excited? Yeah, it, it you know, like any technology change, it creates stress and uh, anxiety. And it needs to be managed. It needs to, the change needs to be managed. And, um, you know, I, I'm not here to advertise BetterWorks in particular, but what we see is that providing uh, our customers with services is as important as providing our customers with best-in-class technology, right? We are a technology company, but our we would not be successful if we did, did not have a stellar onboarding, implementation, customer success, and support organization. Uh, because yes, customers uh, need to feel like we are there for them. They need, they need us to guide them with best practices that we see in other customers so that they don't end up reinventing the wheel uh, every time. Um, they want to make sure they're yeah, using best practice templates and processes and, and that we are holding their hand or, or if you will, that, that we provide a, a third wheel until they are comfortable enough that we can remove the third wheel. <laughs> well, Arno, thanks very much for, for taking the time uh, this afternoon. It was great to talk to you and I hope you'll come back. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mark. My guest today has been Arno Grunwald, the Chief Product Officer at BetterWorks, and this has been PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. We're a publication of Recruiting Daily. We're also a part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcasts.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Faith in the news media has been challenged making it even harder to get stories told. 
The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday to hear more. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.